morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to We've Got Issues, girl. We are a weekly podcast, and we're also live very early in the morning. My name is Carrie. And I'm Sky. And this morning, we're joined by Brittany and Meredith, you guys, from Girls Girls. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. <laughs> so early we morning are friendships. All- <laughs> yes. Friendship. I think we should all introduce our mugs too. These are going to be an important part of the show today. Uteruses before deuteruses. Oh, I love it. Terry got this for me. That's cute. Mine is just plain old red mug. We lost Terry. She's going to come back. Mine is. I got it for Christmas one year. I'm joking. It's Coke Zero. <laughs> I, I don't even own a coffee maker, you guys. What does that say wow. about me? That is uh, impressive. I know. I'm sorry. I want to be more adult than I am sometimes. No, um, live your life, man. I know. I tried. The times of COVID. I know. <laughs> and the thing is, I was just getting good at it. You know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, going to like Starbucks and adult. ordering non-adult milkshakes which is what i call like what i used to get <laughs> so <it was> <laughs> coffee milkshakes like yeah I was, milk and- I was just like getting like actual hot like something that was like 60 percent coffee as opposed okay. to like <laughs> the whipped cream treat i used to get like before that i love it i was just there and now i'm back to square one that's okay we're all yeah. gonna uh change a few things in our lives (laughs) the new normal is going to be different that's for sure (laughs) yes it is it is it is my goal and so speaking of that carrie will talk to us more once she gets back on but ohio is like opening back up today is the day oh is it like specifically today yeah the 12th i mean i don't remember the details i I don't remember the days so, yeah, something <laughs> happens today on the twelfth, and then the next thing that happens is going to be on the. Um, it's going to be on the fifteenth. I think the restaurants even open, which is what Friday. Well, yeah, but it's only uh, outdoor yeah. dining. Like it's friggin' forty degrees outside in, at noon. It's going to be cold. I'm not dining outside. It is yeah, going to be warmer this weekend, but I think it's supposed to pour rain. Like, oh. so yeah, not exactly conducive to outdoor dining. Did you see some <laughs> other cities in some cities across the state? Like I think Columbus and Cincinnati are closing off streets in order to um, like make their air, dining outside area bigger. And so oh, yes. I that love that idea. Spread and social distance and kind of spread apart. I thought that was a cool idea. I did too. That I is a cool idea. idea. It's um, just like a big black party. Yeah. There's but a I'm really not really cool excited like about this in Cleveland already, where you can kind of just wander around and eat and drink. And it's fantastic. I, I think that's a really good idea. I'm going to be honest, though. I'm not like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to stay at home. No, I'm I'm gonna, I will definitely stay at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the distillery the I'm second that for everybody. To like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, I'm glad you're back to work. I'm 100% just going to live my takeout life continuously, though. No, yeah. I'm not ready either. But my kid has to go back to work and he works at a restaurant. So, oh, that's right. Thankfully, so it's back at house, though, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a little line cook guy. Oh, so. good. 
So he's going to go back, but he doesn't, I don't know. I'm worried that they'll, I, I do have worries that he'll be in doing dishes. That's a real part of his job. Yeah. And then, you know, the dishes are silverware and plates and stuff that people have touched. So that feels like a lot of exposure to me. So we're having a lot of conversations right now yeah. about other people's plates. Oh, yeah. Well, and so here's the thing, too. Trump is going to be tested every day. His staff is going to be tested every day. And Pence's people, because they had a bunch of positive tests in their little inner circle. And but our like healthcare workers, our frontline folks, our grocery workers, they can't get tests. I mean, come on. And everything you hear about tests right now, and I mean, this could change this morning because like a new article, literally, we just don't know anything about this virus. But Still. it seems like even in terms of testing, we have we don't have a handle on it in terms of like efficacy or accuracy of result, results or any of those things. So when you tell me somebody's going to be tested every day, I'm like, okay, so, so? Yeah. right. Like, I, I mean, know, just testing them, are, are, is it going to prevent it? No, you know, so no, like, they can still get it even if they're tested. So it's just, I feel like the yeah. only thing testing is going to do is perhaps add a sense of realism to the people who truly don't believe this is a real thing um, that just keep wandering about infecting people. I, aside from that, I don't know. I mean, we all know there's nothing you can do about it until you are so bad that you're in the hospital. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think that I like what I'm doing. My I'm still wearing masks everywhere I go. I'm mm -hmm. I haven't gotten any direction from my employer about like coming back to work, but I'm still working from home besides one day a week. I hate going to the grocery store, so I do as few trips as possible. I haven't I haven't mastered ClickList yet though. You guys all do that, don't you? Oh, I yeah. love ClickList. Yeah. yeah, because they just bring Aldi right to my door. But See, my choices for ClickList are Aldi, or I can do Amazon delivery through Whole Foods, but Whole Foods is so expensive. It's like, who can afford to do that every single week? You get like five things for $400. Like, yeah. that's, that's a lot. I will say, <laughs> I shopped at Fresh Time yesterday, and every almost every single person in the store was wearing masks. Um, and it wasn't as expensive as Whole Foods. It's still expensive, but... Um, yeah. I wish I'm shopping for my parents who aren't going out still. Yeah. And they just I went to Kroger for, like in Kroger for the first time um about three days ago. I've Ooh. been doing like click list and pick up and you, I'll go into Aldi sometimes, but like that's about it. But that was the most unsafe I've ever felt. There were whole oh, yeah. ass families there, like yeah. no masks. Just like, like wandering around like a store. And I, I just thought, like, is this purposeful? Like this is just an F you to this entire situation or or what? Like, I don't know why we have to bring. I think at this people. point it is. Yeah. I mean, it just felt almost. Yeah. Expensive. I feel like this. And they glared. I was, I'll tell yeah. you, the majority didn't have masks on. And yeah. not only was that awful yeah. just to see, like, as the shopper, but like, I felt bad for every, because like Meredith, like you said, like, these are high school and young college kids that are working, you know, doing the stocking, doing the click list gathering and all of that. Like, I felt bad that their lives are in jeopardy because, you know, just somebody trying to make some wackadoo point about how this virus no. isn't real. Well, and to bring it around full a circle, a very partisan to what point too. Yes, I, yeah. Like it, all of this seems so it's, partisan, it's which is bizarre. Republicans who don't wear masks, it's Democrats who do, and then they get into these like Facebook fights. 
it's so bizarre. Why is mask partisan? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's a mask. And it's supposed to help people. Like, but now it's like Republicans are taking a hard line and they're like, Democrats are pussies for wearing a mask. Like, don't wear a mask. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me why, how this became so partisan I will of say, all things. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. I will say that it's not partisan when you're in Detroit, because I work in Detroit every single week. Everybody in Detroit wears a mask. They expect you to wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, they don't even want anything to do with you. You feel out of place if you don't have a mask on. You feel like a bad person Good. if you don't have a mask on. But Detroit is completely different than where we live because they've had they they all like their mom died or you know their friend they work with is yeah. on a ventilator right, right now. And so there yeah. is so much exposure there that it's not bipartisan at all. It's in fact scary. But then you go just an hour north into Lansing. And it's like what's happening in Detroit isn't even happening. And all of a sudden it's political again. The masks are political again. But I'll tell you, when you're in Detroit, there's no politics about it. Like you're not even allowed in the dang building unless you've got this mask on. So they don't mm -hmm. mess around. There's like hand washing stations everywhere and sanitizer mm -hmm. everywhere for your hands. Like these big, huge Purell stations all like all over. Like they are not playing in Detroit, but it's because they've had so much tragedy and it stinks that mm -hmm. it takes so much tragedy for people to realize like, oh, this is legit. Like people have really, really died. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my mom, who I shop for, I shop for my mom and my dad. Um, mom has started calling. Speaking of calling people, she calls the corporate offices of, of like Whole Foods, Kroger to let them know that she's very upset that they don't have a mandatory mask policy. I agree. I, mean, I feel safest in the places that require it. Like, I mean, me too. When I heard that Menards didn't, they were getting pushback. Like, Menards has dry, dry goods and some refrigerated items. Like, I'm like, maybe I'll just shop at Menards for my groceries. <laughs> Dude, we're living like, on nuts and jerky, guys. Like this is what we're doing. <laughs> we got suet right. for the birds, also for the kids. I know it's all organic. <laughs> we live a very healthy diet, but I think that's one of the first time. Like that was one of the first missteps I saw from our governor in Ohio on this when he originally went out mandating masks and then very quickly backed away from it. I thought, no, this is this. You just made this a very political situation something yeah. that was already teetering on being very political in Ohio. And the second he backed off from that, it was just, I just knew like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's because when you get down South, I don't know, I guess I travel a lot from work between Southern Ohio up into Michigan. And so I just see just the different regions completely treat it wholly differently. You know what I mean? When you're down yeah. in a more Southern part of Ohio where it's more rural, um, they don't, they do say things like, I, uh, do you know anyone who's had this? Um, because they just still don't believe it, but it's because they just don't know anybody. Their social, yeah. their social circle is not one where they're traveling up to Detroit. And yes, I do know people, you know what yeah. I mean? I know people who have died. So they just don't have the the sphere, but which good know, for then, them. Like I'm happy. For yeah. Them. I mean, that's great. But also can you yeah. show a little empathy to the rest of well, the yeah, people? Like, it's just not how we legislate. I know, you but I'm going to tell you, you don't legislate based on your County that you're in. But, yeah. um, but I will say that even I feel a false sense of security when I'm down South uh, because the, there are no masks and no one's wearing them. And also no one knows anybody. And really, you know, 
they should be afraid of me because I've been traveling up and down. You know what I mean? So I could be an asymptomatic carrier mm-hmm. and carrying it down from Uh-oh. wherever. I Everybody's been. frozen. Up. So, oh, Sky, if you if you fall out, just come back. Here, we'll kick her out and she can just come back. So, yeah. So there's there's this false sense of there, even I feel it. Someone who knows and has been exposed to a false sense of security when you're in these smaller towns that haven't seen any cases. So then, yeah. you know, these people are pushing back on the governor. Why do I have to wear a mask? Um, and that's, I think, just how it all came to be. And it became a very political thing. But also these are very uh, right leaning counties as well. You know what yeah. I mean? They're conservative yeah. counties. So yeah. it just did become political. I think it really did. Cities seem to be more liberal leaning and these conservative counties are more rural. Yeah. And it's it's crazy to me how um, I mean, Republicans are the ones that are kind of turning on the Republican Ohio governor right now. Um, it I mean, that's where it's kind of shocking to me because I see a lot in these kind of political groups online I mean, or even like the blade comment or something. <laughs> yeah. Like they want to recall him now. I, it's like I what? Like it's he's your governor. <laughs> like you it want is a weird I just, thing it's so like everybody's Republican for them until they do something they personally don't like. And then they were like, well, they're a rhino. They were never really part of the party anyways. They yeah. were, and I'm like, no, they definitely were. You're the, you're the odd duck out in this. Like you're yeah. the extremist. Yeah. I don't know how else to like paint this picture for you. It's uncomfortable. It, I'm scared of you. It is. It is. And so then like, who does he belong to? Right? Like he's not a Democrat, but Republicans no. don't want him anymore. So like, what? is this like it's just i i don't i don't this it's like a topsy-turvy world we're in right now politically like masks are politicized now the post office is being politicized like who doesn't want the it post is? office apparently republicans what well they've been working to dismantle the post office for decades yes i did not but know why? I, I don't understand why like don't republicans need mail don't well, republicans they don't social security by the government isn't I feel like presently what this fight a lot of what this fight is going to have to do with is voting by mail. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've so, been starting to hear that rhetoric of like yeah, vilifying if, the vote by mail. Yes. If we no longer trust the post office and feel that it's, you know, a sustainable federal arm of our government because it is, then we certainly can't vote by mail. Um and voting by mail for some reason, benefits only Democrats. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, I don't, yeah. I, I get why they want to dismantle the post office. I get why they've been disparaging, especially hardcore lately, the, the United States Postal Service. Oh, but, you guys, no. I got to say, I was on that train where you like buy stamps <laughs> and stuff directly from the Postal Service. And it came yesterday and there's, I got such cute stamps. Really? You do? Yeah. Can you That's order right. the stamps online? I love sending mail. Yeah, just USPS.com. Yes. You can also, like, I know this is so dorky, but you can also leave a note and money in your mailbox. I know. Oh. The, your post person will take your order, and then, like, they leave the stamps in there the next day. It's oh, like my God. That's, like, so old, tiny. Like, so, <laughs> just, just, leave it, it. just leave it in the mailbox next to my um, pictures of milk on the 
I know. But like if you're older and like you can't get out, especially like right now, it's such a sweet little I know. At least, it I don't is. know, double check this is a thing in your area. Maybe it's just. <laughs> I'm just going to leave money in my, in, for my postal worker. She's super fun. Anyway, so we're going to start a little and friendship. Then, you know, but I'm pretty sure everybody's doing it. So, yeah, you could place those postal orders in your post office or in your mailbox and they'll just drop it in the next day. I mean, it's not going to be like the same. Yeah, service, we don't leave so. money in our mailbox in South Toledo. No <laughs> money in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just double check the situation or hand it directly to your mail carrier maybe i don't know <laughs> but like, yeah <laughs> but yeah I think, it, I think it's related to voting by mail personally yeah um which yeah. is where i feel like we're going because california was the first ta- state i think just last week or maybe this week to legislate uh their november election vote by mail hmm. oh good really? it's happening oh good So that kind of brings us to uh, the topic today because um, we are the script that we're going to kind of role play with today um, is all about calling Congress to urge them to include more money in the next stimulus package for the post office for states for vote by mail. Um, So the reason kind of to back up a little bit, um, Brittany and Meredith, I'm so glad that you're joining us, but we had this idea to do basically a tutorial about how to call Congress because we got this idea from our friend, um, Alicia, Alicia from, uh, girls, girls who basically said like how you say it every episode call Congress. Um, but how, and what am I supposed to say and how do I start? And I think sometimes for sky and I, we get too far ahead of ourselves and, um, cause we've been doing this so long. And so, um, I love the fact that we're taking a little step back and um, kind of, kind of like walk everybody through this in a way. Um, so I love this, and we Good. do this all the time for campaigns because we have to teach volunteers how to do those like door knocks, how to make phone calls. Um, you know, you can I mean, also use this kind who- of. I don't even like if you on the phone. So when you tell me to like call my representative, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Like I won't do it (laughs) because I don't want to talk to them on the phone. Because I'm scared. I will tell you, I've been leaning really heavily on that resist bot thing, but I Mm -hmm. feel like Mm -hmm. I need to like woman up and like make the actual, you know, phone call. But I, I have no idea even where to start or how to take authority with it. I just feel so insignificant. So. It helps to practice. Well, here's a secret. Yeah, here's here's a secret. It's like it's a couple parts. But my what I always do is I write out a script and I practice it, practice it, practice it. And then also you have to remember the people that you're calling are just regular people. And a lot of times they're not really that smart. <laughs> you're probably smarter than most of the people you're calling. Like, I'm sorry, we elect these people like Donald Trump to represent us and they're not the smartest. So I think that if you think of it like that, it hopefully will take the intimidation factor out of it in a way. Um, because, uh, and a lot of times you won't get anyone. Um, I think most of the time you get a recording um, or you'll get a staff person. So you won't even like get the elected official anyways. My mom um, called uh, her new representative last night, Bob Latta. He's my representative too to Congress. And, um, 
she did called after hours thinking like, oh, no one will answer. I'll just leave a message and someone answered. <laughs> His staffer answered. Um, so it was kind of funny, but she just told him what she wanted to tell him. And then um, he kind of pushed back a little and she did too. And then left it at that. So he tried to tell her he, she was supposed to call her such a badass. Yeah. Go, girl. So, um, so it's not. Yeah, go ahead. Would we be call- like, I guess that's a question that I have. Like, obviously, I know that all these people work for us. Like, they're, we're their employers in a way. Like, we've, they've been voted in whether by our votes or not. So, mm-hmm. I guess that's my question. Like, of the many questions I have about this, like, so we should be calling all of our representatives equally, whether we voted for them or not. But then also, like, what is, what is, what happens with our call? So, if I'm calling Rob Portman's office, for example, somebody I loathe. And to to give my stance on something, like what happens then with that? Does that sort of go in a tally? Does that get relayed to him? Like when I'm speaking out against something for somebody who clearly isn't in my party, can you tell me like what what happens to my call? Like tell me why my call is important because the call is scary. So yes. mm-hmm. So when I worked for a state representative in the Ohio legislature. Um, we would get calls all the time for stuff like this. And I would literally have like a tally mark for, he had like an elections bill that we were working on. And so I would like have a tally for or against, I would take messages of people who I thought he needed to call back. Um, we got a lot of emails, so I would store those in the different folders and he would go through them as, as he wanted. Um, and then you take all of that into consideration when you're voting on a bill. At least he did. You know, if you're any good at your freaking job, if you're an elected official, you take into account what people say because that's who you represent. Okay. Yeah, I have the exact same experience actually working for elected officials. We, um, you know, would tally or we would keep track. Um, a lot of times if we thought we were on the right path doing something, but then got a ton of pushback and a ton of calls the other way, we sort of like, okay, maybe it's time to reconsider. And I think Sky nailed it. Like, if you're good at your job, that's what you should be doing. Are all elected officials doing it that way? Pro- probably not. But Especially in the, no. these times with a super hyper-partisan right. But I think with enough pushback, you would change anyone's mind, I would hope, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, that's ideally what me as a caller wants to hear, like me as me as a constituent, like, I I just feel like sometimes when it when the people in power aren't the people you put in power, you feel like as if you don't have even access to them. So when you're telling me to call them, I'm like, that's like the least thing I want to do right now. Like, I would (laughs) like to stab my eyes out and not call any of these people. But because sometimes I feel like, does it really matter? But if you're telling me that this this does, like that is an empowering thing to hear. Like you're to, at least like make getting the person who hears your voice and the enthusiasm in your voice will, in some way, internalize that enthusiasm or opinion, right? Like, so you have to have some kind of faith that that person hasn't has a, the ear of the the elected official or someone right around them, and then that's all you can do. But that is so, so important. So by enthusiasm in my voice, um, it's okay to like call and scream into the phone because that's like pretty much like how I make any <laughs> call to Rob Portman. It's just like me enthusiastically telling him about women's bodies or whatever. <laughs> like this is right what I'm doing or, <laughs> or that does not surprise me. First of all, oh, I call Portman often and uh 
you know, I think I'm on some list probably. <laughs> Here's that crazy. You're never getting on a plane again. <laughs> yeah. I, I think in my experience, it's best to just be as kind and respectful as possible. You can be stern and still be very respectful. Um, I just, I being on the. Oh, we lost her. We lost her. I think exactly what she's going to say is what being on the, having been on the receiving end of screaming constituents. Yeah. I uh, hang up on people who scream at me. My boss told right. me I could do that when I worked for him. And, you know, that's, you know, what I and, okay. Cause that's kind of where I am too. Like, I, so I really, I leaned heavily. I will tell you, I've been leaning heavily, especially at the start of this ever since Trump's been elected really, cause this is when it evolved, but like using <laughs> sort of platforms like resist bot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, it sort of made it less scary for me yeah. because really the, there's really no great way aside from calling to timely reach your representative. Even if you send an email or fill out the form on their page, like I was getting responses four weeks later and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like this thing that I've complained about has already been voted on or passed or, yeah. or whatever. And then I get like a boilerplate email from them. That's not personal at all. That's just re- reiterating the stances. I already know they're taking that I disagreed with to begin with. And so, yeah. so I've been doing things like raise a spot, but I'm sort sort of, sort of getting to the point where I'm wondering how effective, what is it? Faxing? Is that essentially what it's doing? Um, the resist spot. Yeah. I don't actually know. I think it's faxing. And like, I'm starting to even wonder, is it faxing? Yeah. Wonder, you know, how timely, that is reaching my representative. Like if I'm sending multiple faxes a day, like some people do, yeah. um, like, is it, is it a fact? Like, I know it'd be easier to call, but I'm just scared. So like, if you could just like, give me like, so I'm upset with what's happening right now with the virus and who should I reach out to? Should I reach out to every one of my representatives um, equally? And then what should I say to them in in an effective way as opposed to like hysterical crying? <laughs> definitely the governor. yeah i think oh so here's kind of break it down yeah you depending on what your issue is you're gonna you sometimes you might have to do a little research on like who you need to call um sometimes i think about things like am i opposing something do i want to call a republican and tell him i oppose it or am i supporting something and i want to call one of my democrats and tell them like thank you for supporting this um now, I think because we're all upset, I think it's fair to say call all three of your federal representatives. Um, so you have three. You you always have a, a congressperson that represents your district that you live in. And then you have two senators. Everybody has two senators um, because every state has two senators and those senators represent you. So you can call um, for us. It's uh Senator Sherry Brown and Senator Rob Portman, and you can call them both equally, even though they're very different senators. Um, but you might get different, um, you know, responses from from both of them. But then, like Sky, I think Sky was saying, there's some state issues that you might be upset about, like the fact that maybe the state is reopening too soon. You might want to call the governor's office or call your state representatives. 
Um, those are going to be a little harder. If you don't know, already know who they are, they might be a little harder for you to find. But I think um, a lot of Googling helps in any state that you're in. So um, you can go to the ohiolegislature.gov and find your Ohio representatives. Um, you'll have a representative and a senator in Ohio. It's different in every state. But then you can even get down to the local level, too, if you have a real local issue. Like um, you, you wish that the local hardware store was enforcing masks. You can call your city council about that. There's no re reason you can't call your city council about that office. Um, so there's every level you do have a voice and you can you can contact all of these people. So when I call, okay. do I like basically just tell them like my name and like where I live and and that sort of thing? Like, is that what I'm telling them or do I just come in anonymous? And like, a no, well, it depends on the issue in the night. So, for example, I am upset that the state the state is reopening, but daycares are being ignored completely. The governor was supposed to make an announcement about it yesterday. He didn't say anything. And he, in fact, said, you know, the state's reopening, but I'm not going to discuss daycares today. So what my call would sound like is, hi there, Mike DeWine. My name is Skylar. I'm from Toledo. Well, I live in Oregon, but... I'm from the Toledo area. I want to let you know that I am upset that you are, you know, telling all these restaurants, restaurant workers and all these different workers that they have to go back to work. You're in fact giving employers an outlet to report people who don't come to work because they're still scared, which Ooh. is also pretty effed up. Yes. Uh, and you're not allowing daycares to open in a safe and effective way um which leaves a lot of people in the lurch so that's mm -hmm. what i'm upset about thank you for taking the time have a great day okay i mean i can say those yeah. words yeah, yeah. I, I for me that. i'm a script person sky is so good at this too though so like <laughs> um she really is she's like she's the best phone banker best caller ever i prefer reading from a script just so like i because I get self-conscious and I don't want to stumble over my words or sound like an idiot or, you know, whatever. And um, so I do write out a script every time. And these, you can find scripts, like any organization, resist, bot, whatever organization that you're involved in has them. Vote Save America is really good at um, ha uh, having this. And so is Indivisible. And they actually have a tool, a call tool, both of them on their website. So you can go to their website, go to the, like the call action button you type in your information, the script pops up for you, and then it tells you who you're calling, and then you hit call now, and your phone just starts dialing. Like it, wow, well, your phone man. rings, and then you answer it, and then all of a sudden it's like, we're connecting you to Sherry Brown's office. And then you can just sit there and read the the script right on your screen. Like it's very, it's very easy, it's very cool to use. Um, I did it yesterday and I got recordings from all the offices, because I don't know if anyone's even in DC right now. Um, so it is really easy, but I, I mean, Sky, that was great. I also like, sometimes you can um, end it with like a action, like I need you to vote no on issue one or, you know, whatever the issue is. And, yeah. um, and, and they'll tally that they, they, they also like to hear personal stories. At least I always did, mm -hmm. um, you know, of like, oh, you, you, like, I cannot go to work because my 
there's nowhere to, for my kids to go. I need daycares to open. So like if telling them a personal story also, I think can add more weight sometimes too, but it, you don't have to, you can, you can advocate on behalf of others. That's, that's good too. Yeah. Should we expect, if we get a staffer on the phone, like you were talking about your mom earlier, like, should we expect to push back, especially if it's maybe against, maybe I'm giving them a talking point that isn't actually in line with maybe their platform or outlook on it. Like it depends on how cocky a white boy you get on the phone. Yes, actually, that is the truth. That is the actual truth. Yeah. And so, and that's kind of what happened with my mom last night. She was calling um, her U.S. Congress person to urge them to put more money into the next stimulus package for uh, vote by mail for all states. And he tried to say, well, no, um, that's a state issue. And we already have vote by mail in Ohio. So that's a state issue. And Ma again said, well, no, we want federal money in the stimulus bill. And he tried to get it um, a state issue. And I think she, she just was like, okay, well then thanks, bye. Which is fine. <laughs> you can always just say thanks, bye. And, and there's no reason you can't. Um, you don't have to stay on the phone. I feel like I'm like <laughs> entering in some legal contract with this person on the phone. <laughs> I'm like, can I speak well, to your manager? Let me speak to your manager. <laughs> well, gonna, I, mean, I don't I, know why this is so scary. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it can be intimidating sometimes. But honestly, the, most of the time, most of the calls that I would get when I was in the mayor's office, they would call, they would say their little spiel, and they'd be like, thanks, bye. Just hang up. I'm like, okay, you're <laughs> no, welcome. That's um, great. But like, that's I, how I, I do rather that. end that way than have to like, you know, follow up questions or, or get into some argument because nobody really wants to get in an argument. I want to hear what you have to say and thank you. Bye. <laughs> right. I like mean, if it's just... also screaming, I'm like, and again, my name is Meredith Solo and I'm from Toledo. And then I just hang up the phone. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and then I just get off and like, like, oh, line. That one's already on our Perfect. 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 Yeah. No, I, I think, and so for the most part, I think questions that you'll get will be follow-up questions to, um, like say, say you had a personal story and, and specific issue, or, um, you know, if you're calling a local, uh, office because you have a pothole or you have a sewer backup, they're going to want other information from you. Like, where do you live? And where's this pothole? Um, but I think for the federal issues that we're calling about, you're not going to get, I mean, I I'm, imagine you're not the only one calling these offices either. So they've probably heard this spiel from five other, six other people. I would hope way more than that, but you know right. what I mean? So it, I think that for the most part, you won't, you don't get pushback. And I don't know who my mom talked to yesterday, um, but I think most <laughs> of these federal offices, if they're, if the phone is being answered, it's probably by like an intern or like a very young aide who probably won't push back very much. I will say if you're in representative Marcy captors district, she answers the phone sometimes. She does. <laughs> yes. So yeah. my parents, my mom used to work for her um, for years. And so they've been baking like muffins and cookies and taking them down to the staff every once in a while and like doing it safely, like dropping it on the pylon and stepping back. And then the staffer comes out or sometimes representative captor comes out of the office to pick it up and to catch up with my parents. And um, one time they went to drop stuff off and they called the office just to let them know they were here. And Marcy answered the phone. <laughs> it was just like, Oh, Hey Linz, 
you guys downstairs? It was like, yeah, man. These are regular people too. Remember that. Like these folks are just humans. It doesn't feel yeah. like it to me. I know. They still feel like some sort of superpower that I don't, you know. No. <laughs> Oh, I know. So I've worked with enough officials. They do not have any superpowers. Trust me. They just <laughs> fake it. It's all fake. Yeah. All fake. So I also have like a lot of like, if you were to ask me like, hey, what's concerning you about this virus? And I'd be like, the list is long. But if you were like, why, why do you not like leaving the house? A lot of the issues are masks. I have a lot of issues with sort of like the violent protesting this or like the I don't know, intimidating protesting that's happening. Yes. Like, the are these things that. Bazookas? Like, we don't need a bazooka yes. at a protest. All, right? You know, like those other relative to the virus protesting styles, like with the guns. Um, So, I guess, like, you know, is that something that I could call about and just be like, you know, I, I'm uncomfortable with this. I don't, this doesn't feel American to me. This doesn't feel safe. Like, I wouldn't feel safe walking by that protest. Um. I wouldn't feel safe if I was in a restaurant with somebody walking in like that. Like, are these also calls that that we would take to a representative? And if it did, what what I say? Just besides, you know, this, this is makes fucked me up. feel uncomfortable. I, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you can definitely say it makes you feel uncomfortable, though. I, I, I mean, there's no reason you can't tell them that. I think that um, I would call state office for that because a lot of these protests are happening in the state. That's a good point. Um, I. I would call the governor's office and I would say, you know, I'm concerned about the security around the state house. There's no reason that I, I, I appreciate the first amendment right to assemble and to protest, but I do not think people need to carry guns. And this makes me feel very unsafe. It should make you feel very unsafe. And the security on the, around the state house is a huge concern. And I hope that you consider banning weapons uh, from the state house property. I mean, I, say that is that okay yeah. does that sound okay sky yeah that's exactly i mean i would maybe add you know and i think at least our governor has taken a stand on some of these protests um i would say it would mean a lot to a lot of folks if you spoke publicly on the issue oh i like that yeah 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 so because yeah, i just people... feel like Go ahead. so when there's an issue that okay so say like the protests or say like childcare like sky was saying like how am i supposed to go back to work if we don't have childcare in ohio open um so how many phone calls do you think they're getting like on a day because earlier you mentioned like i don't know maybe five other people called is it just five or is that phone like ringing non-stop it all depends on the issue and on the level of government too because i imagine that congressional lines um depending on what district um so I, I i imagine that uh senator brown's office and senator portman's office are getting calls around the clock and i bet they have one person dedicated to answering phone calls from constituents um because it, uh, you're calling for a number of you know different reasons on the state level less um i think uh maybe more with the governor's office but the state representatives are probably are not getting that many but then on the local level um it's, it's different issues for each thing too so it's kind of hard to gauge but if you live in a small town i'm i imagine you're not probably getting that many calls to the mayor's office but a town bigger like the city of toledo does get a lot of calls 
Um, and so they, you know, they're going to have to have staff dedicated just to answer the phones. So that's why when we say like, you're probably going to get a staff person, it's because of they get an influx of calls. They know this. And so they have to have one person dedicated to answering all these calls and tallying all of them because it, it can't just be the Senator or Marcy. <laughs> um, yeah. right. Like it has to be, I'm sitting in front of the window and the sun is rising right now. And like, all of a sudden I'm like glowing angel. <laughs> So I know. Beautiful. I was like, look how beautiful our friend Carrie is this morning. Like, Where's my natural light? <laughs> but I do, I think, um, yeah, no, I think depending on how hot the issue is, right. Or like how um, controversial the issue is, you're going to, there's, I, I use five or six as an example, but I'm sure they're getting hundreds of calls about, um, especially when very popular, um, organizations like Indivisible or ResistBot or um, Vote Save America are kind of pushing certain agendas, you're going to get hundreds of people calling different um, senators and reps offices. Would you say? Um, so you're not the only one, right? And sometimes you like, might not even be able to get through. Yeah. Would you say like in your experience, like I just think about me and my peers, like and peers is such a weird word, but just like people specifically in my age range. Like when I think about that, I think about so many socially awkward people who just don't even answer the phone ever. They don't even use voicemail. They don't use things like that. Would you say that the people that are calling these offices are older that are more comfortable making these phone calls as opposed to like the younger generations who are just like, I don't use my phone to talk on. Like, do you see that disparity or do you feel like no young people are making these calls? Because honestly, half the time, and it could be just because it's so money led and that's how politics is. But I'm just like, Man, who, what constituents are you legislating for? Because this represents people older than my parents. Are those the people who are calling and talking to you because the younger people just aren't? Do you find that that's the case or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, my personal one showing up to vote. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same, yeah. right? They're, they vote overwhelmingly and then they also call a lot. And I, it's kind of like the stereotype of like the angry old man, right? Like the angry yeah. old grandma that calls all the time. But that is a, I would say m the majority of the calls that we would get were angry old people, um, yeah. which is unfortunate because I think every elected official would want to hear from the young people too, but for whatever reason, we don't call. And that's even considering that we're the young ones. I mean, there's people younger than us also who aren't calling. Right. right? And so right. I, um, like this I is think it's sort important. of like this, can you speak to your manager generation? Like that's used to making these phone calls and just like, yeah, you know, they're the ones who want to talk forever when they're paying for something and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And that's just a lifestyle we don't know. Like we're just like, I'd like a robot to check me out, please, and not have to interact with anybody. Yeah. So yeah. that's our lifestyle. So I just feel like if all of our representatives are only hearing from these people that are like older and don't have, and, and for so many things like taxes and healthcare and stuff like that, obviously our outlook on these things is going to be hugely different than yeah. this. I don't even think it's, is it older than boomers? Like, or is it the, that gen? I don't know where they would fall, but like, obviously our needs are not being representative appropriately, whether it yeah. be lobbying or money. And then again, just on outcry, like maybe we're just not, yeah. I mean, do this. Cause I mean, I'll rail all day on Twitter, but are they checking Twitter? Like, maybe? I think the good ones will, 
the yeah. good one the good offices will i mean we um would always like monitor social media in a way that we could kind of see what people were saying and then um put out any fires too like any rumors um we so i think they do monitor um for the most part but unless you're using a hashtag or unless you're tweeting at um you know directly at the the representative um it's bound to get lost somewhere in the vast world wide web so um it's kind of hard. So I think direct action is the best. Um, honestly, nowadays, though, because everyone is getting so tech savvy and most offices, particularly the federal offices and hopefully the state offices, too, um, are tech savvy enough to answer emails. So yeah, yeah. I also think that a strongly worded email was, which is like <laughs> my favorite thing to do. Um, yes, all day. It also that is a lot of weight too. So you can, you don't have to flood the phone calls. I think emails work just as well. I think probably phone calls a little bit better. At this point, because some, I, maybe it's just the older ones. Maybe it's just like, and I mean, let's be honest, most of them are the older ones. Um, yeah. A lot of times your only point of contact is the phone or a contact form on this like archaic website. And you're just like, Oh God, this form, like, and none of the drop downs apply to me. Um, yeah, they're just not, none of the drop downs are as hysterical as I am. Yeah. So I just feel like it's not properly represented in my contact form submission. Right. Yeah. So I would yeah. love it's to hard. Email. I think you can, so with some Googling, you can find, um, at least a, um, uh, like a generic mailbox to email to. Um, uh, so you depending on who you want to email whether it's your um, senator, your representative, they're going to have some sort of generic email, if not like an email directly to their chief of staff or um, to some aid. Uh, you can you can Google that. The state house has those too. So um, I mean, some of this takes a little bit of research, right? Like we right. unfortunately we don't have just an easy way to um, do this. I was I was uh, doing some research for this podcast yesterday and kind of just like googling around to see if there's anyone any way that you can just like put in your can someone please invent this by the way i'm not like i don't know how to do this but like somewhere some website that you can just put your information in your address and all everything that would pop up would be like every single person that represents you and their contact information like that would be amazing yes yeah, i'm um, talking like, about that we're, we're gonna invent it okay yeah. good yeah trademark Sorry, trademark uh, that. Sorry, trademark, copyright. We've got issues, girl. Just invented that. Just delete that <laughs> part of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, I will go to the ends of the earth to avoid having to make a phone call, but sure. like I know people just are as determined sometimes. And like after one quick Googling, they'll just give up, which is unfortunate because then then our representatives aren't actually hearing a representative. Yeah view yeah. of what's going on and I think that's what scares me I think that especially now as we're getting closer to that moment that I think a lot of us have been waiting for which is DeWine backing away from things that he was previously doing really well um kind of trumping it up like I feel like you know <laughs> like having I've been trying to as disgusting as it's felt support him through the things that I thought he was handling really well um and now I feel like I, I just want to keep that sort of like engagement strong. So, yeah, I would encourage yeah. people to call, but I'm also terrified to do it. I know. Yeah. Well, and so well, another way I, that you can get through too, um, and this is 
kind of old timey again, but uh, you can also write a letter. And here's how you can do it. You can write out an email. And if you can't find the email for the person, you can print that email and put it in an envelope and send it to the physical address with a stamp that's going to support the U.S. Post Office. But letters also do. I mean, we got a lot of letters, also probably all from boomers, because who writes letters anymore? Right. But if you're worried that the email is not getting through, I think a, getting a letter is also sometimes if it's strongly worded, it's like you open it and it's kind of like a slap in the face in a way, right? Like I've gotten so many letters that are like, Ooh, this is a nasty one. And then that one goes straight to the mayor. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. oh, this one's terrible. That's a good point. Everybody in the office got to read this one. I could write a letter. Yeah. I still have Christmas card stamps then, left. <laughs> one of my also favorite pastimes to do is besides writing letters, because I do like writing letters too, but writing letters to your editor of your newspaper is also a way to get your elected officials attention. And you can do that in most big cities, just like sending it over the internet too. You don't actually have to like mail timey style, but um, letters to the editor also are, are really important and people still read newspapers. So um, I think that's other way to kind of get your elected officials attention. It's too. so true. Like the funniest thing is for the longest time, like my dad is very, um, he's off kind of off the grid these days, but like for the longest time when you Googled him, which is, do you ever just sit around and Google like your family members? Like, no, just me, like just to check. No. Oh, no. well I did. <laughs> like, and for the longest time, just to make sure, you know, to see what they're up to. My family? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, just to see what comes up for them. Well, apparently you I'm guys are doing that now. I don't know. I don't. So <laughs> for the longest time, though, when you Google them, like, the only thing that would come up was this strongly worded letter to the editor about Condoleezza Rice that he wrote, like, many years ago. <laughs> and I always laugh whenever, like. I would just see it because it was this letter to the editor that he wrote and like it lives there forever. And it was just like, I'm really disappointed in how this is being handled. And it was just this like thing. And I always chuckle whenever I hear a letter to the editor because it truly was like, it's his mark like in the world. Yeah, oh, that's I just think that's, it just makes me laugh every time. But yeah, I think they've that politicians for a long time have benefited how unresponsive we are as a generation. Um and I think yeah. that that needs to change, especially now. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the hard part, too. I don't know how to, like, inspire people to do this because, I mean, there's a number of other things that we're, we already think that we're doing, whether it's social media or how, how we're involved. But this generation, our generation is just it's so different than boomers the way they just automatically pay. Oh, I got to call Sherry Brown. I got to pick up the phone. I got to write my letter. And I wish that. um we were, were more politically engaged because I think they need to hear from us. I mean, we, we we have to tell them how we feel. Otherwise, how are we going to get anything done? Right. right. Uh, I'm sorry. I keep throwing stuff at my dog because he won't stop biting. <laughs> I'm my just dog is standing I'm, right I'm next like to me. I'm literally whipping like checkbooks at him, like trying <laughs> make him go away like i don't leave me alone <laughs> i've got blueberries to distract my dog from bothering me but now going, he just wants blueberries yeah. going live has issues in itself doesn't it because you're trying to keep it together yeah. like, see, right? <laughs> oh man well so, i'll tell you this is super nerdy but like it's an idea that i've been sitting on for a while <laughs> 
So you can like all like tell me that it's great and then secretly text each other and tell you, tell each other it's not. <laughs> That's but, what um, we do anytime you talk. We are like, <laughs> I know. So, um, but what I was thinking about is I've been invited to so many Zoom happy hours, like since this whole thing has started. But what if we have a Zoom happy hour call party where we get as many girlfriends as we can and then we all take turns doing a like speaker call to our representatives and leaving that thing and then it's just less scary i think if i'm doing it with 20 people and like yeah. after i get off they're like good job you nailed it and like we're all like yeah like i just think that maybe it would be less scary for me if we all did it together what are your thoughts no yeah i love yeah, that is, idea yeah. this is a great idea and this is a, this is um so a lot of organizations do do this and they do like little call hours, um, especially like indivisible. But some of those organizations, like we were talking about earlier, are are full of like the older generation, which is totally fine and good for them. But um, I this is I think this is a great idea. And Let's a lot of um, campaigns do this too. Uh, so I mean, Sky and I have organized a number of these um, where we do it for an actual candidate. And then so you're calling because this is another way you, that you can call and it's really effective way to get someone to um, vote but if you're you organize a phone bank um and then you have all your pe people come over all your friends and then you sit and call and say hi can you please vote for carrie hartman for mommy city council this is why you should vote for her thank you goodbye and um you know you can make hundreds of calls in just one night but this is a really good way to kind of you know get your girlfriends together and make calls on whatever issue you want to call about um I think that's I think that's really awesome. Planned Parenthood has organized phone banks like this. Sky and I have gone to many where we we're just yeah. calling all the legislators that we can. Um, that's a really good idea. We should start every happy hour with this now. Yeah, like everyone, yeah. happy hour. Happy hour. Yeah. We all like call no. it. We don't wear bras. We're in our bed, and then we'll no. just take turns like box by box calling our representative, <laughs> and yeah, like yeah. like I'll be like, guys, I'm nervous. It. you pump me up for it i'm like yes. right. <laughs> and i'll make the phone call and i'm like oh my god i did it and you guys are like you are so brave well first we burn our bra. Yeah. you burn your bra like on the zoom light it on fire then you make the call burn bra make the call you're too yeah. expensive i'll just set it nicely <laughs> next to me in a, in a lingerie bag <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love. This I don't idea. have any stocks. My investments are only like bras and like combos. That's where my money goes. <laughs> Big money and combos, y'all. <laughs> well, let's do it. I love so, it. if you guys are in the uh, girls, girls community, if you're in the girls, girls community Facebook group, we can uh, start making some some Zoom calls politically together as a group. So, if you want to join, it. go to www.girlsgirlscommunity.com. It's two bucks a month. You can join our private girls only Facebook group and we can talk about all the issues we've got in there, girl. All of them. <laughs> so many yeah. issues. Yeah. And also, oh, if long. speaking of girls, girls again, because this is where we got this um, question even to do this episode. Um, and so if you have more questions for us, we are happy to do a whole episode about it or just answer. Um, also, if you metaphor representative, um, no matter, I don't care what state you're in. Um, honestly, what country you're in, I love looking up this stuff. Like this is like, I love this stuff. So if you need help, please send us a message. I'll tell you who all your representatives are. Um, cause that's just what I like to do. So, um, we, we, we love when we get questions like this. Cause I think, um, I mean, that's the whole reason we started this podcast because we just want to 
make it easier on everybody. Make politics just easier. It doesn't have to be a bunch of old women. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I think we're wrapping up a little bit. The sun's up. It's time to start our day. Right, Sky? We're going back to work. Sun's out. I'm not going back to bed. I'm going to work. <laughs> well, thank Did you, you like for joining us this morning. Thank you for everybody else who popped on this morning um, in the comments. Uh, this is another episode of We've Got Issues, Girl. We uh, are so excited to be doing this live. Um, it's been a lot of fun. However, next week we're not going to be live. We're going to record it because we have a special guest who I'm super excited about. Judge Jennifer yeah, I'm saying it. Judge Jennifer Bruner is going to be on. Um, she's running for Ohio Supreme Court. Wow. It is. She used to be the former Secretary of State also of Ohio. She is She is like someone that I aspire to be. She is amazing. Um, I find this woman to be fascinating. So we're going to talk to her about all sorts of things, mostly her political career. But I also want to talk to her about the judicial system and the difference between courts, because I know courts is a confusing thing for people. And in Ohio, we elect our judges. In some states, you don't even elect judges. So it should be a really good episode. I'm excited to um, have her on. And she made time for us in her busy campaign schedule. Um, so we're excited to have her. So join us next week. Okay. Yay. Bye, 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 girls. Thanks, folks. Bye.